What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode three of Meet the Press with myself, Tyler Dixon, and Jared McDonald. Busy day, or for me at least, with Easter. I know you obviously had to work, being a working man you are. Yeah, holiday tradition for me is spent in the office designing pages for the uh, sports section. I like. I remember those days and I say that like I'm an old man and I'm looking back and past lives, but I don't know. It was always kind of nice because you would always sometimes get like a random person that would bring in food and kind of have like your own little potluck kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, I kind of miss those days. Yeah, I usually just spend the day um, before I get in driving around trying to find a place that's open because even a lot of the places are closed. Like I tried to go to Raising Cane's earlier, and then uh, right down the road from that is the Zaxby's. I tried to go there, couldn't get that either. Eventually, found Popeyes. I've got those chicken tenders, yes. chicken strips, whatever you want to call them. Chicken, yeah. So there was so Popeyes was open. So you did get chicken today. Yes, I did. I, that's great. I don't know why that's what I wanted, but that's what I wanted for uh, Easter. Apparently, we had several things. We went to my aunt's house. It was it was your traditional potluck but i like i know like i didn't i had a spring break last week so like nothing happened in my life i I, i'm assuming i know the most important thing that happened in your life in the last week in your work life anyway yeah there was some uh pretty big news western kentucky got a pretty big uh signee okay 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 pretty big yeah pretty i'm gonna let you finish I'll, i'll let you finish yeah, Kentucky transfer, in-state kid, you know, one Mr. Basketball while he was at Pendleton County, Mr. Dante Allen. He committed and then shortly after was announced as signed with Western Kentucky. Um, you know, that's going to be an important player for them moving into this uh, coming season this winter. I <clears throat> Obviously, there's a lot of thought of disdain that I have toward Dante Allen, and I don't. Um, I, I, I want Dante Allen to have all the success in the world. But I, I think it goes back to the thing. I think I'm more upset at the system. Like, I don't know if it's if the the Mr. Basketball is a career award or a senior year award, whatever. You can play 14 games, average 45, win a Mr. Basketball, that's fine. Um, but now it's funny as we look back, though, I feel like it could have been David Johnson to win Mr. Basketball that year. But that's a whole other thing. Yeah, no, but I, I agree with you. It's kind yeah. of interesting because we – both covered in in a way, um, you know, both of those guys they talked yeah. about. Not not David Johnson as much. Um, I know I got to watch him a lot at the state tournament his senior year when mm-hmm. they won it. But um, Pendleton County was just outside of the coverage area when I was working at the Ledger Independent in Maysville, mm-hmm. Kentucky. Um, so I got to see him whenever they played one of our area teams. So I got to mm-hmm. you know talk to him quite a bit, get to know him and his family a little bit. And on the other hand, you covered another Mr. Basketball candidate that year, and Andy. Kiki Tandy, yes. Um, but yeah, kind of like what you were going off of. Is, is it a career award? Is it a senior season award? Because it's only given to seniors. Right, it is. There's, there's there's no clear instructions on that. So it's it's not like you can – there wasn't – I don't think either one would have been a bad candidate. Um, David Johnson. Right, right. That year. Again, that was a, it is, that was a really strong class. It was a really good class. That's, that's, a good, like, that's what I was going to say. It was a really good class. But to go on the point of him at Western – Number one, I think it's great. Like, I love when schools in that state get kids from that state. I think that's great. What do they have? What are six Mr. Basketballs now? Or they've had uh, six Mr. Basketballs, I think. I think I think it's five under Rick five. Stansberry. 
five under eight. Okay. Like and I mean, nine or 10 overall. And my favorite of all time, Davion Hollingsworth. But I, I think from a basketball standpoint, from a state pride kind of get behind your program, I think it's a great move. I love it. Yeah. Well, honestly, he's just really good at basketball too. And he's, he's a, and he's, he's a, a good shooter. Yes. He's a good shooter. Yeah, he, He's really good. He's long. He's athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he, a lot of people will knock his defense, um, but I don't think he, you lose anything at Western Kentucky by getting him on the Fair. floor defensively. Fair. You add offensively though. Right. Um, you know, he's a kid. He saw limited action at Kentucky, uh, played in 18 games last year, only 6.7 minutes per game, played 22 games the year before an average, uh, you know, 5.4 points, 1.5 rebounds and shot, uh, nearly 40% from three with 31 makes, um, you know, obviously, Kentucky was a little bit down two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red shirted his first year there, but you know, with that red shirt and with the COVID year, he still has three years of eligibility left at Western. So there's a lot of upside with that sign out. I, I think that's going to be especially big for them because I mean, they lost. I mean, you obviously know they lost a few pretty big pieces from this past year's team. Am I? I mean, they lost some. Uh, I'd say some? the biggest. Okay. Yeah, you know, they lose guys like Josh Anderson. And, right. Okay. Uh, Cam Justice, uh, but Cam you still have there. you still have uh, a Davion McKnight. You still have Davion McKnight. They yeah. lost um, Jarius Hamilton, who was starting okay. forward for them. Averaged twelve point seven points, I believe, was their third leading scorer. Five point four rebounds, about half an hour a game. You know, it's thirty minutes for those of you that aren't good at telling time. <laughs> that was super uh, <laughs> weird. I've never heard anyone say that before in reference to basketball time. Yeah, he plays oh, half I, an hour I, a game. <laughs> no, I, I've never said that either. That's why I kind of wanted to. <laughs> threw me I, was off like, <laughs> I was like, what am I saying? Uh, oh. But yeah, half, half an hour game, that's going to be a saying now. Uh, you Ooh. heard it first here on Meet the Press. Like um, but yeah, he, he's a big loss. But also, he was never a guarantee to come back. He's already um, you know, played a couple years at Boston College, played a year at Maryland. So in a, in a traditional you know college basketball setting, he would have used up his eligibility by now. But with that right. year. He has an extra year. If he gets a good opportunity somewhere else, he can go there. He can go play professionally somewhere if he wants to. So, you know, I, I always loved covering him. He's a really nice kid. He was a fun basketball player to watch. So I hope it all works out for him at the end. Um, you know, it's, it's obviously a big loss for Western, but, um, you know, they've got some pieces back. You know, Jordan Rawls was a guy that um, he's committed to coming back. He was there for a couple of years, um, went to Georgia State, played a little bit there before getting back in the transfer portal. So yeah, they'll have, they'll have some pieces, and, and then you have the returning Conference USA Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. Isn't that right? Hop Town yeah, everybody. That, yeah, that, is that a saying? I'm yeah. It's a, of course yeah, it's a saying, man. Hop Town versus everybody. Yeah, it's a saying. Well, I'm not as familiar with Hop Town as you. I've been there like understandable. Like, went to Stadium of Champions. I saw you at Stadium of Champions. I used one of your pictures from when we were together at Stadium of Champions. Oh, man, I don't. Years. Three years ago now. They all run together there. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was a Logan County Hoptown game. I assume it was Hoptown Logan won County. that. Uh, uh, the Mercer kid, he had like three interceptions. Oh, oh yeah. Dijon, yeah. He's, he, yeah. He's another kid with a lot Dude, outside. He's going to be, he's going to be so much fun. Like, oh. I, I have a picture from, um, Tillman whenever they played Tillman sometime in the playoffs a couple years ago. And like, it's like a perfect interception. Yeah. I think he had three that game and it's a, Oh my gosh, it's great. But yeah, yeah super, a lot of upside for him. But I was, if I was a betting man, I'd put money that he's going to be a fun player to watch in the future. Are, do you, okay. So do you gamble? Do you, I, you gamble? 
not seriously. Like, okay, I'll go, I'll go down to Kentucky Downs every now and again, and I'll set up like 20, 30 bucks maybe. Um, I don't plan on winning anything. It's I treat it as like an activity that I'm going to spend <laughs> twenty or thirty dollars at. Right, you know, exactly. like, like if I was going to the movies or something. I right, like right, right, right. I, right. I, I don't. I'm not good at it. Um, you know, I've, I've bet horses when I'm at the track. I, I never do it when I'm not, um, and I've never right. won on a single race. I bet Justify to win, um, you know, the Kentucky Derby, but I was there. I was wet. I was miserable. It was the wettest Derby ever. So I, I know it was part yeah. of like a, a trifecta. Uh, I, I didn't hit that, but you know, I had Justify winning it in it. So, so I, I, wa- I wanted to make it worth my while if I was gonna. So you you did all of these things. You went to all of these events and you gambled at all of these events in the state of Kentucky. But the brilliant lawmakers that you still have over there, I'm a Missouri resident now, I'm, I'm done with that, that you still have over there. Um, sure, most know sports betting, sports gambling, did not make it through the Senate, died again, like the future of most things in Kentucky. And... But the same politicians who are against this are going to be waving their handkerchiefs at Churchill in a few weeks, getting ready to bet on the Derby. Yeah. A lot of them have been in Keeneland and Lexington lately. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it, you know, I, 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 I think I, it's the most hypocritical thing to say, yeah, man, this gets us a lot of revenue. This, this is a really great thing. Oh, let's do sports gambling. Ah, it's against our religious beliefs. But hey, go damn horses, though. Like, like it, it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense. Yeah, no, I'm not. Like, I think it should be allowed, um, just because I have no problem with it. Like a lot of things, uh, I probably wouldn't do it just because I know how bad I'm at gambling. Um, you know, we we do those gridiron guessers just for fun in the paper every fall. Oh yeah, pick, I know. Where we pick um, like six high school football games in the area. Uh, three college games typically. Um, you know, this is just the normal setup: uh, Kentucky, Western, and Louisville games, and then uh, the Titans game. And traditionally, I have been very bad at that. You know, but but th- I got to brag on myself. The start of this past season, I was terrible. But you know, I feel the, like I, 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 you know we were in a position, and I, I came back. You know, I liked where I was at. I believed in the process, trusted the process, and I, I came back and I won. I believe, uh, but I wouldn't spend money on it. I believe the pick'em is basically just for readers to complain about us and tell us we don't know what we're talking about. Because number one, like I've been in the like WPSD Paducah Sun pick'em before, and like winning that is great. Like I've never won it. I don't mean to insert that. I've never won that, but like it's fun to talk about it with like all the guys every week, but. That bragging rights is is fun, but I feel like fans get more out of it whenever I pick X over Y and X loses by 40. Ho, 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 that Dixon dude from down in wherever, you don't know what the hell he's talking about. Like, I feel like that's the biggest thing for fans. But Yeah, my, my issue with it is I'm always like, this team could be this team. I'm like, this, right. could, be my chance. this could be my chance to move ahead. It usually is not. It usually, I'm usually is not. I'm usually dead wrong. But I, to go back to the original point, I am a gambler. I do gamble on sports. Sorry. I understand a lot of people might not like that. But I hop in my Jeep, drive across the bridge, make my bets. 
um, in Illinois because I live in in Missouri. Um, and, and it's funny because I've seen other cars like as I'm parked doing that. I see other cars like a few over do that same thing. Um, it, it's it's interesting because I see both sides of it. I, I see why it could be bad. I, I I understand that, but you've also legalized alcohol. You've legalized other things that some could be perceived as bad. Um, but I, I I just think if you're gonna celebrate horse racing, celebrate, I mean gambling that kind of thing i mean what you have a brand new place down in oak grove i mean you have ellis park up in henderson you have what one you mentioned one earlier then you have keeneland you have churchill you have all these places that are some of the most prideful things of your state i mean we're kentucky i mean you're you're horse racing through and through but no you can't gamble on a basketball game i i just think I just think that's not fair. I just don't yeah. like that. And the thing with that, too, is, you know, like I said, I like to go to Kentucky Downs every now and again and, and blow through 20 or 30 bucks. Not mm-hmm. Nothing major. Um, that's on slots. It, they call it historical horse racing, but I, I've never seen anything with any relation to any right. horse racing stuff. It, it just, it's just random slot machines. You just, you know, put your ticket in or whatever you do and push the button and you know, hope it comes out in your favor. And I'm not one that I can't drop $500 on a game like or on a, something. If I drop 50 bucks, I'm a little stressed out about it. Like, I'm not going to like it's I'm not somebody that, yeah, my unit's 100 or my unit is 500. My unit's maybe 10 bucks, 25 bucks or something. Like, I'm not one that's going to go out and and lose my mortgage on that. Yeah. Um, I could see that people that. You know, oh I, yeah, how, how that could happen? Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you throw ten dollars down and you hit a ridiculous parlay that comes out with like six hundred bucks, and you're like, "Well, that was super easy." And then you do it again for three weeks and you don't hit, and then it's like, "Oh wow, that's not as easy as I thought it was." Yeah, um, but I do get it. I'm just, I'm just extremely frustrated that. Again, you celebrate horse racing, you celebrate all that it entails, but you you're gonna say, "Oh, well, for religious purposes, we're not gonna allow gambling in our state." I just don't feel like I just don't like it. I just don't like it. You know, maybe someday. Oh, it'll be. I, I'm. I think it'll happen in the next three to five years. Because I just think you're losing way too much. I mean, like you said, you got people going to Indiana. Like that or I know people that just drive across the border in Tennessee and, and place oh, bets and in drive Illinois. Back. Yeah. Just drive across the bridge at um in Metropolis, just over by Paducah. Yeah. Do that. Go down by Paris, by Old Hazel, go into Tennessee south of South of Murray and do it there. I think I think what we should start doing is just getting gas in those states too. That's just what we need to start doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a comment from our friend Dalton said sports gambling is such an easy way for states to get money back from COVID. Every state should have it by now. I would love that. Like it just kind of, it seems like one of those things that it's weird that it's a state by state thing too, because like you're betting on stuff not you know, it, it's countrywide. Well, you know? 
So in Illinois, when I go, when I do it in Illinois, I cannot bet on Illinois college sports. So like whenever I would bet, like if I bet like an NCAA future on the tournament or something, my bet would say champion or whatever without Illinois colleges. So let's say it was Kentucky and Illinois in the final, my bet would pay out like Kentucky won because if Illinois wins, then it's not a, it's not a bet. So Kentucky would get the bet anyway. Um, So like, I can't bet on SIU, which is hard for me. Do you me. want to? Do you want to? Well, that's a good point. I, I feel like that's a terrible idea. Lately, this is probably a good thing. Thank you, Illinois lawmakers, for not allowing me to lose all of my money on SIU because chances are you are correct. I probably would. Yeah. No, I, I just yeah. know I'm bad at picking games. I, you know, especially when you watch a team a lot, you're, you get to – or just oh, you, that, like a one team, you get to know them, and you're like, they they could do this. You're, it might you not happen, jaded. but they could. Yeah. yeah. Like whenever you have anybody in 6A football going against male or Trinity, like, oh, man, they're really good. They're really good. And then they go against them, and it's like they forgot what a football was because, oh. you know, that happened. I know I know male and Trinity are good. I know Trinity, yeah. you know, when they start 0-5, they're still – They're know, still going to be pretty good. They're, they're, they're still, still a top, good. usually three-team in the state because the teams that they're losing to are, you know, top teams nationally. Yeah, they're still pretty good. Um, But, yeah, I hit on one bet today. That's all I hit on today. It was a yeah, little I mean, measly NBA bet. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't – I don't watch it, enough to really, you know, make it work. Like I, I I watch a lot of sports, but I watch a lot of specific sports. But like right. outside of that, outside of that, I don't, you know, I'm not casually watching every single game on Sundays uh, for the NFL. I, just I mean, I'm like in the office, so. But people, but people assume you do. Yeah, like, like I've had my, people I talk, I talk to. Um, they're like, I don't, I don't think I could ever be friends with you or date you because I don't like sports. And I was like, well, I don't like. HR, like it's my job, you know. Right, like I don't, like I'm okay with that. Yeah, like I've dated girls who are like, I don't like sports, and yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, awesome. that might be better, yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah. Do like, I like Sundays. sports? Yeah. No, sports are the worst. Sports are the worst thing that happened to this planet. But I am invested, and they will be a part of my life forever. But do I watch a lot? No, I watch. But like you said, I watch the teams that I'm thoroughly invested in. Yeah, and it's it's honestly in this like field as you probably know, it's tough to you know watch more than that because like yeah, I, I know like college football season. I love college football. I'll watch as much college football as I can, but uh-huh. my Saturdays are pretty limited because like if I'm on the road or if, even mm-hmm. if I'm at home uh, here in Bowling Green watching a college football game, covering one of Western's games, you know I usually get to the field two hours before the game. I'm usually staying a couple right. hours late. The games, you know what, three four hours. So uh-huh. that's, that's like a full day. It eats up all the time, you know, that all the other games are going on. If there's one that I'm interested in, I might put it up on a stream or they might have it going in the press box. But, uh-huh. you know, I don't have the time to just sit and watch every single game. And if you're a high school beat writer, your Saturday morning, you're probably at a track meet at 8 a.m. And then yeah. at 11, you're probably going to have a baseball doubleheader. And then at 3, you may have a softball doubleheader. And, I mean, you just don't have time. And it's yeah. – like I will watch there are a few teams, Buffalo Bills, obviously, shout out Bills Mafia, St. Louis Cardinals, um, Kentucky basketball, and then SIU whatever. Yeah. That may be it for me. And I don't know if you're like me, but like sometimes when I'm off, I feel like I just need a break from it and 
I'll watch like Netflix or I, oh, I recently yeah. got, got Hulu too. Um, oh know, my stuff gosh. Like that, but, You're branching yeah. out in the world. I, I, I know. It's finally what? 2021? 2022. 2022. 2022. Yep. We're here. We got technology. Yep. <laughs> uh, we're, we're live streaming. Um, but I've gotten into watching like very unique sporting events. Like I'm, because I cover Western. I watch a lot of CUSA sports. And you get to know right. the teams around there. You get to know some of their people and stuff. Like in my free time, I watch a lot of CUSA sports, which sounds kind of weird, but it does. I mean, I would get when I lived in central Illinois, I would get off work at like 10, 10 30 every night. And when I went, if I went out that night or if I went home, there was the only sporting events on were like West Coast NBA during that time of the year. So like I would watch a lot of Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, like a lot of those teams. And but I watch NBA because I'm a basketball fan. Like I don't have an NBA team. I like the Grizzlies. I like John Morant. But and, and I'm sure this is the same for you. I get now I get more attached to teams that I have connections to. Okay. Like the other day, um, our mutual wonderful friend Ed Marlowe um, asked me why I was following um, Galastare, like a, a Turkish basketball team. And I said, I don't know. Somebody probably played for him. Like that's, and that's why is, is, is like, I, I just get connections like in the NCAA tournament. Did I want Kentucky to win? Yeah. Who else was I rooting for? Oh, I was rooting for Alabama because my friend Donovan coaches down there. Oh, I was rooting um, for Jacksonville State because of uh, Tommy Wade. I was rooting for like you, you it, like these are all the things that happen. And that's I feel like that's a big thing for me. Yeah. No. It, it, what you said about like the overseas basketball or whatever, mm -hmm. you, you get to know oh, some weird, some weird stuff covering yeah. <laughs> you know, some of these guys. Like I know too yeah. much about the uh, the BBL. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like Darius Miller, a former Mason County star and you know, mm -hmm. Kentucky standout, played with the Pelicans and the uh, you know Oklahoma City Thunder, played in Germany with Bros Bamberg and won a few mm -hmm. titles there. So I know way too much about them. You know, Le Mans in France, Chris Lofton played there. He played in Turkey. Um, you know, some other places, Latvia, uh, South Korea. I broke the news when he signed with a South Korean team. Nice. Um, you know, he called me from South Korea, like five in the morning. I just happened to wake up. He DM me. I had asked him for an interview before that. And he's like, Hey, I've got some time right now. Do you have time? Yeah. I was like four or five in the morning. I randomly felt my phone vibrate and woke up and I was like, yeah, I can do it now. So I talked to Chris Lofton at four or five in the morning from South Korea. Yeah. We're going to have to do like, maybe not just like a segment, but like an entire show on the weirdest, like post game interview and post game, like story writing that we, because oh god, <laughs> I feel like we could do an entire episode on the weird stuff we have seen and experienced. But we're gonna yeah, we're gonna have to say that. Um, our friend Jared Peck, who Brent. I spoke so ill will of on our opening episode, Jared is the night is a nice guy. I don't want that to come across like he's not. He is a very nice guy. Um, Jared says I have almost no room in my head for any sports outside covering high school sports. I make time for soccer because I love soccer and I came up with UK because I went there. Then maybe the Cubs, that's pretty much it. So that's, I mean, I feel like that's how it is for a lot of the people in, in the business is number one, we, 
work at the same hours that all the sports are happening. And number two, we have too much going on to be able to be like fully invested. I don't, I'm a Kentucky basketball fan. I don't feel like I know the roster until early January, like late December, maybe. So it takes me like maybe a month to two, like a month and a half into the season to be like, okay, I know who these guys are. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. And like the NBA playoffs are going on right now. I don't have any chance to really watch like today, today, especially. I haven't watched I'm in the, the, I'm in the office pretty much. Yeah, but I'm in the office pretty much all day. I'm waiting on one game to end, uh, you know, Celtics, Nets. I have it on on the old TV, the old box. The uh, Oh, man, you guys do have a super old TV in that office. Oh, we, we've got the Magna Box, baby. Yeah, you guys do have an old TV. The Magna Box. That thing has been around that. since probably longer than I have, and it's trusty. It always works. The screen mm-hmm. might – you might not see the full picture, but you – know. Right. Um, yeah, like I, I watched one minute of that game just because I was waiting for it to be over so I could put the story in the paper. And it was a great finish, Celtics game. They won. I, I, yeah. So you know, last second buzzer beater. But, uh, you know, I was at the office all day, so I didn't get a chance to, you know, sit and watch sports all day. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the USFL really when it started last night. I didn't know it was even I didn't happening. even know. I didn't even know what back. was happening either. You texted me yeah. last night and said, hey, have you watched, do you watch the USFL day? And I'm like, no. I didn't even know yeah. it was on. No, neither did I. I. I watched about 10 minutes, and I was like, I'm not invested. I'm going to watch some Hulu. And I'm a football fan, like, and I'm oh, I love one that, football. yeah, like, I watch a Bills game, and I will say probably of all the sports right now, all the teams I follow right now, the Bills are the one that, when they lose or when they crap the bed, that ruins my week. Like that, that that's a real downer for me. They're probably the only team. Cardinals, eh, happens, but that they're the only one. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, I watched 10 minutes of the game. Um, you know, the Birmingham Stallions beat the New Jersey Generals 28 to 24. There's also a Gamblers There's in a that gambler. league, Tyler. That, that's got to be your team. Where are I, they from? Imagine. Got to be honest. I have no idea. Oh. I didn't, I didn't know that until about 10 minutes before we started recording this podcast. Okay. I'm going to look up USFL teams. But hey, that's it, what we're going to do right now. We'll pick a USFL team and, we're, and we'll ride them to the end. I, I got to say the Birmingham Stallions are going to be my team. That you know, probably the closest team to Bowling Green. Birmingham's grown on me. Uh, I've got a lot of friends down there now. Um, you know, they've got some great barbecue spots. Meet the press. This you know, got to talk barbecue a little bit. Uh, you know, Dreamland Saws. Uh, you know, about forty-five minutes an hour away. Uh, Archibalds. Stallions. And plus, that's that's going to be the home team throughout the entire season because they're playing all these games at Protective Stadium in Birmingham. Which is okay. Also so weird. here are the twenty twenty two teams: Birmingham Stallions, Houston Gamblers, Michigan Panthers, New Jersey Generals, New Orleans Breakers, Philadelphia Stars, Pittsburgh Maulers, Tampa Bay Bandits. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with Birmingham. That's my. You're team. gonna stick with Birmingham? Okay. Um, the Maulers. What do they maul people? Maulers, yes, yeah, yes, like they maul people. Okay, they maul people in Pittsburgh. It's not like I mean, the, the people that go to the malls and just walk around for exercise. No, I did have a teacher in high school that did that, but the, it's the Pittsburgh maulers, like you know, like a criminal, like their jerseys yeah. that they look at that that look okay. like the yellow and black okay. horizontal stripes that they do. Yeah, no, that, I'm gonna go. Like... I'll go Houston Gamblers. 
Yeah, I can see that. Houston's a pretty cool city. I like it there. You know, but I, I mean, I didn't watch any of that. I didn't watch any of the action today. Like I said, I was in the office. Um, I didn't get my Easter dinner or anything like that. Um, Man, I, I, don't, I, got, I don't really celebrate holidays, so I haven't really I got, got that those good holiday side dishes. You know, I got mine. It was, it was great. Like I, I was walking through the line at my aunt's house, and I look at my dad, and I'm like. I think we need bigger plates and i'm like or i need to eat less <laughs> like one of the two we need bigger plates or you, i need to eat less you need so in plates. your in an ideal world what would be a side dish like your ideal like holiday side dish power we're, rankings list however you want to go we're stuck talking strictly holiday side dishes not like proteins right i mean because if, if you're talking proteins i mean you go to Thanksgiving and you automatically say it's not Thanksgiving without the turkey. So I right. think side dishes are where we're what we're ranking here. Right. right? We're going to go side dishes. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I still think that depends on what holiday we're talking. Um, you know, like Easter, you might see deviled eggs out there. We had deviled eggs today. I'm not yeah, a deviled egg super, person, but yeah. Oh, that's because you're wrong. Um, it's super underrated food. You know, it's never one that you're like. Man, I could I could go for some deviled eggs right now. No, it's never like, oh man, <laughs> like, really craving like, the deviled eggs. But you see them out, you're like, oh, you know, I'll have a deviled egg or two, and then and then you taste it, and it's it's like, damn, these deviled eggs are fire. No, uh, I've never said that in my entire life. Mashed potatoes? Can we agree on that one? Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't Ooh. say that's like an exclusive holiday side dish because that's a pretty casual side dish. Okay, you know, so I, like, I look at I look at like a green bean casserole. Okay, okay, because that's not something you see day in and day out. That's like a, a very that's true. That's niche true. Side dish. We had a corn casserole, and like my aunt makes this cream corn, like just for me. Oh, it's so good. Like it's not awesome for you. Like I literally think it's corn, blocks of cream cheese. That's literally has to be all it is. That sounds delicious. Okay, and it's uh, oh, it's great because it's in my to go container. That's in my refrigerator. And I'm going to eat it after we get done with this podcast. Um, I, I, you know, bread or, or rolls and stuff, you know, it's a pretty common right. side side for stuff. I love just plain, boring, brown and served dinner rolls. Yeah, nothing wrong with those. Oh, I, yeah, I think stuffing or dressing or however you prepare those yeah. crushed breadcrumbs. Um, I think they're a little bit overrated, honestly. Eh, I mean, if it's. The issue is sometimes it gets dry. That's that I mean that's obviously the issue. Sometimes it gets dry and a little bit too a little bit too crisp. Well, yeah, sometimes that or sometimes too much. You got to find too that mushy, right. Yes. That that mush to crisp ratio. Ratio. That I, whenever you started that, I'm like, there's no way he's gonna be able to like pull this off. <laughs> I knew there was no was, way you're gonna be able. I to was do this. so close. I was. So um. Close. Oh man, we didn't have a dessert. My little cousin made a dessert today. It was like. It was cake and then had like this caramel sauce almost and like Heath bar. Oh, they, my, my, my mother told me it was called better than sex cake. That's what it was called. I didn't know that. Okay. I feel like an old man because I love Heath bars. Oh, like, dude, nobody, me too, man. Nobody says like when they're dude, talking about favorite bar. candy bars. <laughs> nobody says I, know, I would and love I feel a like Heath that's bar. an old person thing. I feel like that's an old oh, person yeah. thing is like, and I love Heath bars. Like if I get something from, like I rarely eat ice cream. Like I'll eat like the yogurt bars, but like if I go like Sonic yeah. and I ice cream, like I'll get a Heath bar 
thing. Oh, like, I like yeah. Heath Bar. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. great. Man. But now you got me craving one of those you know, to go dishes, to go plates. Okay. I don't have it though. I apologize. I have my to go plate and I'm going to eat it. It's going to be delicious. But I'm jealous. I'm jealous. You, you should be. Um, I think that's all the time we have. So mostly because I'm hungry and I don't have to go. We're still out of school tomorrow, so I get to sleep in tomorrow. So I got to work. It's just spring break, man. It's been spring we, break for like two weeks. No, we just it was just last week. It was just last week. It's had a holy you're week. Look, you're and then, and then Monday. It's a teacher life, man. You never, never know what's happening. But appreciate you all following along this week. Uh, we will see you next week. Thank you all.